ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers. Hi. Who's this? Buzz. He appears whenever you eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Like a genie? Sure. Ooh, does he grant wishes? I wish I lived in a giant boot. No, I wish I could swim with a humpback whale. No. Um, I can grant you a delicious bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, which can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Ooh, with heart shapes, too. Happy heart-shaped Cheerios are back for a limited time. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios at your local store for an easy, delicious, and heart-healthy start to your day. Check out the Press Box with Brad and John every weekday morning from 9 to noon here on The Roar. Brad and John will get you caught up on all things college football, from Group of Five to Power Five, Clemson football, coaching carousel, and more. Brad and John also keep you up to date with everything in college athletics, as well as the Atlanta Braves. Check it out each morning on 105.5 and 97.5 FM, or tune in on our app or website, theroarfm.com. Spend your lunch every day with Quok and Ben on Out of Bounds. We promise they'll save you a plate. And I'll have the number eight. That's a party platter that serves 12 people. I know what I'm about, son. Weekdays from noon to three, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Number two out of bounds, William Cloggebush, Ben Milstead, live here inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Uh, Clemson, we said we would give you updates on Clemson softball. Bottom of the first against UIC, that is Illinois Chicago, down in Tampa. Scoreless so far in the bottom of the first. Clemson batting with a runner at third and two outs. And it is uh, it is Caroline Jacobson. By the way, you will hear from Caroline in hour three of the show today. We had an interview that we just hadn't had a chance to play. Had some things uh, had some things that we uh, ended up uh, switching around a couple weeks ago, and we were playing you some softball interviews, and realized we hadn't let you hear from Caroline yet. And she gave some really good insight uh, with a few minutes. We got to sit down with her, so you'll hear from her coming up in just a little bit. She's got an RBI spot here in the bottom of the first. We should also know on the softball side, Clemson won last night 6-0, and Millie Thompson pitched seven shutout innings, three hits, no walks, six strikeouts, gave up one extra base hit, and Clemson was led by Valerie Cagle, hit a three-run home run, and you had Aliyah Logaleo with a two-run home run as well, and that was a true road game. The rest of these will be neutral site games down in Tampa, but that was a true road game for Clemson against South Florida. And so a 6-0 final there. Nothing weird about the Tigers' lineup today. Uh, Reagan Spencer is in the circle for Clemson this afternoon. Again, as they take on UIC, trying to scratch first in the bottom of the first, the runner on third, and two outs. Want to tell you about our friends at Ingles, where you'll find low prices, and you will love the savings. This is a great opportunity to go by Ingles to take full advantage of of some ridiculous deals on some weekend goodies. The weather's great. You might want a little picnic, maybe a little tailgate for some baseball uh, this weekend, maybe tailgate for another sporting event. 
You just got to love the plethora of opportunities when the weather is pretty good. It's going to be a little cloudy, a little bit chillier tomorrow, but beggars can't be choosers, man. It's still February. If you tell me the temperature is going to be in the low 60s, I'll tell you that I'm going to be there. And it's good to be outdoors this weekend. And even if you're not outdoors, if you're indoors, some great deals to choose from in all of your local Ingalls locations. And let me tell you something. Not only are you going to have great deals, but you're also going to have access to great service. The store is incredibly well laid out. Even if you got to get something that's abnormal for you, like I've stopped in Ingalls a couple times recently just to pick up one or two things, and I'm not sure where they are. It's intuitive, and even if you can't find it, they've got staff that is more than willing to help you. Starbucks in every store here locally and uh, across the area. That's the beauty of Ingalls. Not just the deals, not just the access, not just the cleanliness, not just the layout. The gas as well. With the Ingalls Advantage card, you're saving 10 15 20 cents on gas, maybe even more. 3X Tuesdays, you save more on Tuesdays. Go buy your local Ingalls today where you'll find low prices and you will love the savings. Ben, I have clicked on a story here during the break from the Tampa Bay Times. This is coming from Florida State, okay? Matt Baker does a great job covering the ACC and really all of college sports. I know he's uh, on the beat for South Florida as well for the, the Tampa Bay Times. Here's the headline. And again, just this just came out in the last 10 minutes. Florida State AD, quote, something has to change, close quote, with the ACC for Knowles to win big. Well, that's fine. But here is where it gets interesting. I'll, I'll just start reading here for a little while and then get some reactions. Florida State's Board of Trustees meeting sounded like a series of warning shots to the ACC. Fix the revenue gap or else. This is a quote from Seminoles AD Michael Alford. Quote, at the end of the day for Florida State to compete nationally, something has to change going forward. Close quote. That's what he says. By Alford's numbers, FSU contributes roughly 15% of the value in the ACC's media rights deal. But the Seminoles get 7% of the distributions as one of 14 full members of the conference. That has caused a massive revenue gap between FSU and other big-name programs and Power 5 conferences, as Alford outlined in Friday's meeting. The gap between what FSU is set to make from the ACC and what teams from the SEC and Big Ten will make is roughly $30 million per year. Alford said he and other FSU administrators are in, quote, deep discussions, close quote, about how to close that gap until the ACC's current media rights deal expires in 2036. Alford said FSU will look at windows if conference realignment significantly affects the Pac-12, for example. One possibility would be for the ACC to begin weighing its conference payouts towards programs that have more success or are larger brands. So let's just stop right there. That's no different from a lot of the conversations that we've heard were happening inside the league offices, talking about an unequal distribution of revenue. And Clemson and Florida State and other more powerful and more successful brands getting more of, uh, more of the pie than some of the ones that don't invest in the sports that make the money and don't have the results to show for it. That, it feels a little weird, but it feels like the only viable economic model for those big brands. And if those big brands aren't competing with other big brands, then your conference is going to get less and less and less and less relative to those other big brands and other leagues, specifically in the Big Ten and in the SEC. But then Baker continues. It says, then the conversation got really interesting. 
Because one trustee asked about a possible buyout figure if FSU wanted to leave the ACC. The answer? Roughly $120 million. Oh. <laughs> just on a buyout. Mm. Now, I'm saying this because it matters for Florida State. It matters for the league. But it also, these numbers would matter for Clemson. So this was the follow-up question. If FSU can make up $30 million per year, does that mean the Seminoles would break even in about four years? Now, these are actual questions being thrown at Florida State's AD in the board meeting. Alford said, hypothetically, close quote, and that is where the reporting ends. So you have Florida State Board of Trustee members in open session, not an executive session, not in private conversations, not in source-reported articles. You have people going on the record very publicly asking for dollar amounts, being given dollar amounts, and then entering into a hypothetical situation wherein Florida State financially is okay after four years. Ben, I may be wrong about this. You may tell me that I should douse cold water on this whole conversation. I don't know that this has happened anywhere in the ACC. I don't know that this has happened out front. In Clemson, you know, Graham Neff's been out front saying we're going to do what's best for Clemson and not, you know, not wetting himself too strongly to the ACC. And we know that others are on record as, as saying that. I don't know that anybody has publicly come out and requested a dollar amount, gotten a dollar amount, and then said, hypothetically, if we do this, that would mean in four years we're back to even. And the AD not dismissing that wholeheartedly. This feels like a big deal. Feels like maybe, again, a bit of a shot in the, at the ACC. But it also tells me in a real-world sense that at Florida State, they are having the, if they're having these conversations publicly, that means they are, having, they are happening multiple times over and with great intensity behind the scenes. Wouldn't you agree with that, Ben? Yeah, 100% what I would agree with that. I would also add there is a reason... I suspect that this was mentioned in open session and not executive session. It is in Florida State's best interest for that information to be out there uh-huh. in space. It is their best interest for this to be reported for the ACC and other conferences to see that. Now you have just signaled, hey, there's a couple of people in the decision-making room at Florida State who really want out of there. I suspect we hear this from, from some other schools uh, sooner rather than later. And, uh, you know, I, I we're naive if we think there aren't discussions being made behind closed doors. I mean, heck, it would almost be irresponsible not to be having these discussions, would it not? I mean, maybe between schools – trying to figure out not that not that you're going to do it right now but just to know what your options are just to know if we have to have an exit strategy what that strategy is going to be because look i mean I, we've said this many times quack you can go a couple of years you can go 3 or 4 or 5 years with other conferences making you know double what you're making but at some point, that catches up with you, and it's not sustainable. And we're talking 
Uh, I'm trying to remember how long the grant of rights goes. Till 2036 in the ACC. <laughs> 2036. 2036. Uh, so it's changed. Think of, think of how drastically the money has changed in, in just the last five years. Now try to project what that's going to be 10 years from now. You see what I mean? Like it's sustainable for a little while, but not, not in the, not for the long haul. There are a couple of things that I've been monitoring in this and, you know, it, I'm not sure that any one of them is a cause for alarm bells to go off. I think most people agree that there will be some sort of conversation heating up in the summer about realignment again. Even though we say it's all settled for now, uh, then another athletic year passes and everyone gets the itch, right? It'll probably happen while we're dead in the middle of an interview at ACC kickoff like it did two years ago with Texas and, uh, and Oklahoma. I was listening to some of Pete Thamel's comments from ESPN on the Pac-12. Let me give you a scenario here. The Big 12 already re-upped its media rights deal with ESPN and a couple other partners. Uh, it was a sub-market, you know, relative to SEC and Big 10. But it locked the Big 12 in as a league. The Pac-12 is trying to find a partner right now. And I read a story from Chris Vanini uh, in The Athletic earlier this week where he talked about the dangers of making your main media source, your main media outlet, be a streaming service. Because while streaming numbers are growing, they are also losing revenue big time. And so for outlets like ESPN, like Fox hasn't gone big into the streaming service. They've been paying for live rights. They're doing okay in terms of balance sheet, but because ESPN and others have gone head over heels into streaming, they're having to scale back some things because maybe they've gone a little too much into that space. If the Pac-12 ends up being an Apple Plus production with a little bit from ESPN, they then become a, a third-tier entity because there's just not enough eyeballs, there's not enough revenue, there's not enough of anything to go in there to replace the increasing numbers of eyeballs and dollars that are going into the coffers of the Big Ten and the SEC. So, let me give you a scenario here. Because the Pac-12 hadn't found a partner, because it looks increasingly likely that Amazon or Apple Plus is probably going to be at least a, a somewhat major part of this. And ESPN wants, like a, uh, you know, they want a big game, but they want it to be like the late night. They don't want to have to put the Pac-12 on all day long on a football Saturday, for instance. What if Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and, and Utah go, the Big 12 has a media contract. The Big 12 is going to stay together as an entity. We could take the Big 12 to 16 schools. Sign us up for the Big 12. We're out. Then, as a ripple effect, Oregon and Washington get real panicky, and they tell the Big 10, we'll take whatever you got. We're going because our league's falling apart. Then the Pac-12 doesn't exist anymore, Ben. And then you've got a 16-team Big 12. You've got an 18-team Big 10. You've got a 16-team SEC. And then you've got an ACC with a significantly inferior media rights contract at about the time that the SEC and the Big 10 are coming to market again, late 2020s and into 2030. The ACC is going to be at a major disadvantage 
as the fourth wheel among these three bigger leagues that are actually seemingly viable. Well, you you mentioned the fourth wheel. What if there's four wheels and they're not one of the wheels at all? What if they're the spare tire? I mean, again, I'm thinking about what happens 10 years from now. And if you believe that we're going to the four super conference model, and there's a lot of reason to believe that. I mean, it's it's slowly moving there already, right? Yes. Well, if you can't figure out a way out of this grant of rights, then you are off the table in terms of an addition to one of those. Your other option would be to bring teams into the ACC. Would you come into the ACC right now knowing that you are signing up under their grant of rights deal? Now, maybe 10 years from now when you only have three years of it left? Maybe. But I don't, I don't think you're going to right now, right? I, you I, certainly I mean, wouldn't. I mean, nobody worth their salt unless because like the, the ACC deal is still much better than all the group of five teams uh, conferences in terms of what, you know, your school gets paid financially each year. But is that how you want to expand? Is that how you want to grow the conference through group of five? I mean, I wouldn't think so. I, don't I, think I would say some schools, some schools would be happy with that. Uh, Clemson and Florida State are two that would not. Correct. I feel confident in saying that. Correct. And so, again, there's nothing major going on here, but just know that at another prime ACC property, there are legitimate public conversations being had now about getting out of the ACC, having a buyout on what the financial ramifications would be. That feels like another step in that direction. Again, no more, no less, just something on the radar. Uh, when we come back, we got to talk about things that are happening right now, like Clemson in a big matchup tomorrow with NC State. Let's talk about that on the other side. 654 Roars, the number on the phones or on the Adams Coverfing text line. Hour 2 continues after this. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. Free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawlspace repair. Call us today for a free estimate. 
Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantyconfixit.com. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Booking a catered lunch, wedding, fundraiser, reunion, corporate event, or a lunch for the office is easy with Smitty's Smoke and Soul Food and Easley. They catered 26 weddings last year. Why? Because not only is their food delicious and service top-notch, booking your perfect day is so easy at smittysmokeandsoulfood.com. Choose from popular menu combinations with meat, sides, serving utensils, plates, and sweet tea. Or order meat by the pound or sides by the tray. A great addition to any meal. SmittySmokingSoulFood.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language. Like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. You're going to feel a puff of air. Jong's optometry has set their sights on staffing up. Try the next line. Hey, Kim, can you tell our 2 o'clock we're running 15 behind? Sorry, we're a bit backed up today. He needs an optometric technician to keep an eye on it all. The dilation drops. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This weekend, the Clemson Tigers are back at home in Doug Kingsmore Stadium as they play host to the Central Florida Knights. An intriguing non-conference matchup for the Tigers, and Clemson looks to defend home turf with some wins. Broadcasts begin Friday at 3.30, Saturday at 1.30, and Sunday at 12.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Six sports minds playing with powerful toys. He's got some tools. 105.5 and 97.5 FM. We are The Roar where every day is game day.
this, I, I can't express to you how weird this is. Uh, hour two continues out of bounds. Um, the UIC lineup, and I, like, I'm just going to read you what it says. In the top of the second, UIC took a one nothing lead. And I know this is a first name, last name situation where you've got the first two, um, you've got the first two in, like letters of the first name. But on my screen, it just says Carly Joe scored on a wild pitch. <laughs> Carly Joe. Like, you know, and it just made me chuckle. Carly Joe. Billy Bob threw it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Carly Joe scored on a wild pitch. Now, I say that. That's actually her name. Carly, Carly Joe jo Clark is her name. I thought Carly was her last name. Carly Joe Clark is her name. Okay. So there we go. Tigers Carly up uh, 3-1, bottom of the second. Still at the plate. Yeah, they sort of like yawn that off. I mean, I'm sure John Rittman's mad about it. Scoring on a whop. I'm sure Kyle Jamison had a happy face on. Uh, but you've got Miklish with an RBI single on the infield. And you've got Davenport with a two-run single. And she is now standing at third base with one out for the top of the order. So it's the bottom of the order do up for the Tigers. Again, up 3-1. There are, did we say this earlier this week? There are four unbeaten teams left in That's college all? softball. That's it. How about that? Four, just four. And um, remember, we uh, I know we talked about this, that Oklahoma lost. And so Oklahoma, who never loses, ended up losing uh, earlier last week, I believe. Last weekend, they dropped one. And, uh, you know, the the other three pretty good teams. UCLA, no-hit Florida. Uh, Florida's in the top four. They're ranked fourth in D1 softball. UCLA, no-hit Florida last night. So, Florida has now lost for the first time. Clemson is the other one that's undefeated. And then LSU ranked 12th. So, and I said four. Now it's three teams that are unbeaten in college softball. Clemson, of course, being one of those with three ranked wins. And they are now up 4-1 to one on UIC after an E6. Uh, Two-base error allows McKenzie Clark to reach. And so they're just, they're just starting the merry-go-round at this juncture. Before we get back to some other stuff in the world of sports, I want to tell you about our very good friends at Toyota of Easley. You want to talk about putting yourself in a great vehicle. We've talked about Kanga coolers today. Could you imagine getting in a Tundra and throwing some Kanga coolers in the back of that Tundra this weekend and going yes, out I to can. a field? Yes, you can. Oh, I know you can, Ben Milstead. I know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. I have a, to- a Toyota Tundra. Yes, you do. And you love it. I love it. For the tailgate and for going <laughs> miles per hour down 123. I would love to have all those new ones. Uh, hey. Uh, oh, man, they're nice. Listen, so would a lot of people. They can't keep cars on the lot. Have you seen the new Sequoia? Oh, Yes. Big fan. What a beautiful car. My brother looked at one of those to buy to buy one of those a few weeks ago. He ended up, he ended up not doing it. He's got a family, so he's got to be careful on those purchases. But uh family. He, he got a little <laughs> yeah, yes, Coach Kelly. Uh he did get a little he, he got a little bit down the road on that. Point being, new pre-owned doesn't matter at Toyota of Easley. They got you covered. Go to the website, Toyotaveasley.com. Go by and see him on Highway 123 right here in our uh, new hometown for the Roar in Easley. Toyota of Easley. 
where their name means a great deal. Um, Ben, the biggest game for Clemson, uh, or the biggest game in the ACC tomorrow, in my opinion, is Clemson and uh, NC State. And here is why I'm saying that, okay? Now, there are a couple of other games in the ACC that might move the needle a little bit more. Virginia and North Carolina is a big one. And I think Virginia and North Carolina is a big one uh, for both teams. Virginia had a miserable loss. But Virginia's in the Virginia's in the NCAA tournament. North Carolina, no quad one wins. That's a big game for them. But I think Clemson and NC State is the biggest game for this reason. It's a little bit like a Stefan nightclub in New York. This game has everything. It is... I have no idea what that reference is. Oh, no, you don't know Stefan from SNL? Oh, man. I it's, think I speak for many of our listeners. We have no idea what oh, you're talking man, about. Oh, man, you got to look up <laughs> Stefan from SNL from Weekend Update. Okay, well, I know I, who that is. Yeah, okay. So, and he just says, like, New York's hottest club. I know what you should do if you want a family weekend in New York. New York's hottest club is, and then he just makes a noise or says something like, Presh. This club has everything. And he starts listing all these, uh, he, li- he lists all these things. Give me some Stefan shout outs on the, uh, on the Adams Curving text line. I, I know, I know I got people who are with me on that. Okay. Reel it back in, buddy. Okay. What are we talking all about All right, here? sorry. Got a little off the rails there. It's halftime of the show. Um, NC State is in a revenge spot. Because Clemson really played, and I was, I was actually talking to someone over at baseball a little bit ago. I was talking to one of the staffers about this. In my opinion, that NC State game that didn't get a lot of attention because it was the same day as the Orange Bowl and, you know, uh, folks were there in Little John, but it wasn't like the biggest crowd ever and, and w- like, we didn't carry it live because of pregame and all that stuff. Like, it just kind of it got lost in the shuffle of the season. You're not fully in conference play yet. To me, that was one of Clemson's three or four best performances of the year. I don't have a way to prove that statistically. But I can tell you this, Clemson did some things in that game that not everybody's been able to do to NC State that they're going to have to do again. Here's what Clemson did. They made Jarkel Joyner and Terquavion Smith bona fide chuckers. Now, we've talked about turnovers. They only forced eight turnovers in the game. There were not a lot of turnovers, but NC State was just 21 of 68 from the floor in that contest. And that includes... DJ Burns going just two for five. He had five points and six rebounds, so they limited Burns. They held Joyner and Smith to a combined 27 points on 32 shots. I think in order for Clemson to win this weekend, that those two guys have to average less than a point a shot. That, to me, is number two. I think when DJ Burns gets going... It's hard to do that to everybody else. So I actually think number one in the scouting report, this might sound weird, Ben, you might disagree with me. I think number one in the scouting report is you got to limit burns. You got to push him out off the block. You can't let him get where he needs to go. You can't let him catch it and kind of lean against you a little bit and get comfortable because his touch around the basket has significantly improved since that point. He also fouled out in 19 minutes. So I think you got to go at him defensively and try to attack him early in the clock too because... My man's not in the greatest of physical condition. So I think you can go at him down the floor early, like first 10, 12 seconds of the shot clock. You can throw it in there. So those are the first two things. 
Limit burns. It makes it easier to limit Joyner and Smith to less than one point per field goal attempt. In that first game, again, they are, they uh, combined for 27. Smith, Smith had 21, but he was 5 of 21 from the floor. And Joyner had 6 points on 2 of 11. They also combined for 8 assists. So, like, they, they're going to get some stuff happening, but you got to make them into chuckers. And the third thing is you can't let Casey Morsell go off. Because Morsell's shooting 40% from 3, and recently that number is significantly higher in the last handful of games. You can't let Morsell make half his threes. He was 3 of 8 from 3. And NC State as a team was 8 of 31 from downtown in the first meeting with Clemson. Those are three things that they did. They limited Morsell a little bit, but the other two things they did very, very well. They forced Joyner and Smith to take tough, contested shots, and they are going to make some. But if you do that, that makes NC State much, much, uh, much less effective because then if they are missing shots and you're getting a rebound, then they are in retreat defensively and they will foul you. Clemson drew 22 fouls in that first meeting and was 22 of 24 from the foul line. Limit burns, less than a point of shot attempt for Joyner and Smith. Don't let Morsell get to 50% from three. Those are my three keys. Those are all things Clemson did in the first meeting. Ben, what are your thoughts on that rundown? I like those. I, I do, and I I don't know. I, I am not as enamored with T.J. Burns as the rest of the world. It, it's easy to fall in love with a big, heavy dude. It's you true. Know? I mean, it there's is. A, there's a soft spot in my heart for a guy like that. Yeah, it's easy to it's easy to kind of fall in love with a guy like that, and he kind of has that teddy bear look to him, you know. For I don't know for whatever reason I don't. He's not the concern for me. The concern for me is the the three guards that they put on the court together, and I think you're you're spot on with the three point shot because it's going to be real easy to chase Smith and Joiner around, and then you have the skip pass across the court. Marcel knocks down a three. Those will be, you know, and you can see that happening with like four seconds left on the shot clock. Those are just backbreaking. You can't allow that to happen, especially on the road, like a, in a place like NC State. Those are the ones that get the crowd involved and, you know, everybody just starts feeding off of that. Uh, you can't, you can't have that happen. I, uh, so, I mean, I do worry about slowing them down offensively. If Clemson shoots the ball well, though, I think NC State is going to be worrying about how to slow down Clemson offensively. I, I don't like. I'm not sure either team is going to guard each other all that great. Well, that's a great point. And one other thing I'll note on this on the offensive side, that was Hunter Tyson's big coming out party this year. He had 31 and 15. He was a one man wrecking crew. Four or five from three, five of eight from two. He had 31 points on 13 shots because he was also nine of nine from the line. He was totally unstoppable. Some tells me Kevin Key's going to have a little bit better plan. And Hunter's not playing quite as well either. So it could be a Chase Hunter situation where he sees the same opponent and his eyes light up like what happened to Chase against Florida State. But I'm going to assume that you're going to need more from other people. And a little bit like what I said about Oscar Sheboy against Florida where he was 2 for 14 and taking Kentucky the other night. I don't think everybody else is going to combine to go... What were they? Hunter was nine of 13, <clears throat> nine of 13 from the floor, and everybody else was 16 for 47 from the floor. That's like 
I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think P.J. Hall is going to be two of nine from the floor in this game. I just don't think so. For one thing, he's going to shoot more times. For another thing, I think he is going to be the one that has to go at DJ Burns and try to get him in foul trouble. And the one thing about Burns, and I like, one of the reasons I love Burns on this team is because when you take him out, I know uh, Dawuna or whatever his name is, is in there. That guy, that guy is a nothing in terms of a scouting report. I really don't like him very much at all. He actually had nine points against Clemson. He's on nearly the presence that's side on either end of the floor that Burns is. So to me, you gotta take you gotta take it to him. PJ Hall's the best guy to do that if you're Clemson. So from an offensive standpoint, I would imagine there's gonna be more balance. The Tyson's still gonna get his, but they're gonna need to get some other stuff from people who really didn't show up all that great offensively in the game. And little John, that Clemson won comfortably because Hunter Tyson carried him the whole way for 40 minutes. That's what I think. The Tigers need to do just just embrace a little more balance offensively. One thing I would add, uh, maybe as a key from a Clemson standpoint, is you've got to limit those pick your pocket type steals, where you know uh, that lead to just an easy two on the other end. NC State's pretty good at that. You know they're pretty good at you know batting a ball and then and then getting two points on a fast break. Um, you can't. I mean, in a game like tomorrow, you can't give your opponent free baskets. And that's what that is. I mean, you can't, you can't spot them a couple of baskets. So uh, you need you honestly need to pass the ball with the same kind of sharpness that you did in the last game. That's right. Um, I'm also looking at some numbers here. NC State's bottom 30 in the country in non-steal turnovers. But they are upper third of the country in turnover rate. So what that tells me is they are you're not just traveling and handing the ball mm-hmm. to them. When you turn it over against them, they are taking it and going to score. Right. Exactly what you're talking about. Stay with us. More on this, more on the rest of the ACC and hoops this weekend as hour two concludes after this. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offer exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Mattress shopping? Look no further than Engineered Sleep. Visit their showroom in Greenville and try the ES Duo. This two-piece hybrid mattress is their most popular seller. If it's in stock, pick it up the same day or schedule a delivery. Setup is free. Plus, they take away your old mattress. Manufactured mattresses in Greenville for 90 years. Call 866-244-0898 or go to engineeredsleep.com. Save up to $600 and get two free pillows with code WCCP. Better sleep. Rest assured. 
Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle, metal, and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 80 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Again today, sitting with our good friend, Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Gary, listener asked, Walt, I did not get done what I needed to get done on Medicare during annual enrollment. Is it possible that I have one of those special election periods that I hear you and Gary discussing? Very good question, listener. And do not feel like the Lone Ranger if you did not get done what you needed to during annual enrollment. The simple answer is a strong maybe. Medicare has over 100 special election periods, and it's very possible that you qualify for one or more. Give me a call, and we will get into more detail. 864-307-8484. There you go, listener. You may have a strong possibility of SEP, special election period. Just call Gary at 864-307-8484. And remember that Gary will shepherd you through Medicare in the unlikely event that he does not represent a company plan that you're interested in. Pinnacle Veterinary Group takes a proactive, progressive approach to individualized medicine aimed to keep your pet healthier, longer. Being locally owned and in private practice, they utilize low-stress techniques and fear-reducing strategies for every patient. Their facility is equipped to care for sick, injured, and healthy pets with in-house diagnostic, lab testing, radiology, surgery, and digital ultrasound. The first and only practice achieving AAHA accreditation in Pickens County. Call 624-8824 or online, pinnacleveterinarygroup.com. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Evidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hey, if you bleed orange and purple, we're your flagship station for Clemson Athletics. You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Only in America, folks. Where every day is game day.
We continue on out of bounds. Uh, 4-2 now, Clemson over UIC in the bottom of the third. An unearned run with one out in the third has uh, has given UIC a little bit of life here, down 4-2. to two. But the Tigers batting now bottom of three, Aaliyah Logaleo at the plate uh, with the bases clear and one out. This is game two of five this weekend. And just a reminder, you can hear games three and five against Michigan State live on the Roar at 9 a.m. tomorrow and 9 a.m. Sunday. Uh, that Yes, that's right. Not just streaming, but on our air at 105.5 and 97.5. Um, and I got to be honest, uh, I'm excited to hear a little uh, little Tony Shufo softball call in the morning uh, when I'm out and about and, uh, you know, headed to church on Sunday morning, a little softball. Give me some of that in my earbuds, especially as the Tigers continue to operate as one of three unbeaten teams in the country. So and we'll continue to keep you updated on what all happens with the Tigers while we are on the air today. Let's go to the phone. Stuart is up with us next. Wants to talk about ACC Hoops. What's up, Stuart? How you doing there, big guy? Doing great, man. Thanks for getting in. All right. I hope you're having a blessed day. You too. Uh, just in the instant that Clemson was in a tie with somebody in the standings and during the regular season, they had split their games. How did they break that tie? So there are several different tiebreakers. Um, the one that normally takes the cake is they look through the rest of the standings and they basically compare your best win. So, for instance, I can give you a great example. On the women's side, all right, uh, Clemson and Wake Forest. Right now, Clemson's a game up on Wake Forest. But if those teams were to be tied at the end of Sunday's games, Clemson would still get the 10 seed because they have a win over Virginia Tech, who is third in the conference, and Wake Forest's best win I believe is NC State who's sitting at ninth. They may have beaten somebody at Miami or somebody like that. That's a little bit higher. But so that's how they break that tie is what is your best singular win in terms of uh, teams in the conference? So for Clemson, if you look at the standings, uh, their best win so far this year, and I want to make sure I've got the updated standings, their best win so far this year would be Pittsburgh, who is in third, uh, for, for let's say, NC State, for instance. That's one that maybe comes to mind if the Tigers aren't able to win. Their best win so far this year is Miami. So that would be sort of the battle is Miami versus uh, versus Pittsburgh uh, because that, that to me, is, uh, that to me is a, a tie that we certainly could see down the stretch here. Well, if I read it right, it is they you, – you go down the list like – until you find one where one team was, where one team had an advantage. That's right. So in other words, if both teams lost to Miami, you move on to Pittsburgh to the next one. Yeah. So NC State's going to have an advantage in the Miami one. Clemson has an advantage in the Pittsburgh that's, one because Pittsburgh beat uh, beat NC State. That's correct. Does that make sense, Stuart? So, so in other words, they don't go to point differential between the two games. No, they don't. It seemed like it seemed like that would be second if they only played one time at who beat who. So if they split, 
it seemed like they would go to point differential second. Well, I, I think they probably could if they wanted to. And I appreciate the phone call, Stuart. It's a good question. Thank you. I don't know. I think most leagues now, and I may be wrong, I think most leagues now do it that way. Where if you're trying to break a tie, you play a team twice, you split a one-and-one, one, then you're looking now at resume. You're looking at who has the best overall win or something like, I mean, it, you know, even if that doesn't break it, you go to the net ratings or something like that. I mean, I there's even a scenario right now where the Big East, um, and I don't know why you would, I don't know when there would be a dead tie in the net. Because, frankly, we don't know what the coefficient is that the net spits out. We have no idea what the number is or how many decimal points it goes. We just know the ranking. But there is a, there is a tie-breaking scenario where in the Big East, if there, there's two teams that are very close in the standings that they might actually go to the end and flip a coin. If it's two, I can't remember which teams it is, but it's like six or seven different tiebreakers that they would be pretty much the same and if it weren't for the net rating, that one's like 13 and the other one's 14, and the final tiebreaker is flip a coin. I don't know if it still is, but there was a scenario like that with uh, with basket with football in the ACC at one time. Yes, yes, and you know what? In the in the um, in the BCS era, that would have made a little bit of sense. Uh, in a poll situation, if you're going by the AP poll, if two teams tied in the AP poll, it would make sense to have another layer. Because you're thinking, you know, 999 times out of 1,000, if you're going by AP poll, somebody's going to have one more vote than somebody else at least. You're, you're almost never going to have a tie, but you might. And so you might have to put in a, uh, you might have to put in a coin toss situation. All right, other game. By the way, lots of folks getting in, applauding the Stefan reference, and so I'm just going to send Ben Milstead to YouTube later. <sighs> yeah, to watch some, I don't know why y'all are Stephane. encouraging that. Oh man, Stefan is hilarious, and oh, as Omaha Hank says, we've been quoting Stefan on the show for years. Anybody, uh, if you've been listening for years, you either know Stefan or you've been very confused for a long time. So there's that. Um, and it is really funny. Some of the references you can never make now because I would say they're you know. They're going to be considered offensive or whatever. I don't, they're just funny. It's funny. He's a funny character. Some other games tomorrow in the ACC, Ben. I gave my thoughts a little bit on uh, Virginia and North Carolina. What are your thoughts on Virginia and North Carolina tomorrow? I, we're going to talk to Brett Friedlander about that a, a little bit later on next hour when we have him at 225. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of put up or shut up North Carolina. If you don't win this, I'm counting you out. You're not making a tournament. You're NIT bound. If you can't gut it up to beat this Virginia team at home where you've had some success, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to consider you a bubble team anymore. Well, they are similar to Clemson in that you feel like there's, there's two games you have to win. And I would say that North Carolina has to win this game tomorrow versus Virginia, and then they have to beat Duke at the end. The fortunate thing for them is both of those games are at home, whereas the, you know, the two games that some feel like Clemson has to win are both on the road. But uh, I, think it's, I think it's a big game for both teams for different reasons. North Carolina is to survive, and for Virginia, it's you don't want to go through a season as good as they've had and get here to the end and lose back-to-back games. 
you want to be playing your best. Listen, you want to be playing your best ball going into the tournament. And and you don't want Clemson coming into your building when you're on a two-game losing streak either. That's right. And you know what? It creates a little bit of pressure on a Virginia team that there have been some games where they dealt with some pressure well, but they've they've also had to deal with pressure with some weaker teams. Um, you know, they 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 have struggled against the Louisville's of the world and the you know, obviously Boston Colleges of the world. Like they they have not the Notre Dames of the world. That's that's their recent schedule is playing kind of dogfight 40 minute games uh with some of these teams. And I just can't I can't see Virginia being super comfortable with as you said going into the Clemson game on a losing streak or going into the ACC tournament not playing their best ball. Now, momentum doesn't mean everything when it comes to tournament play. ACC and NCAA tournament play. In fact, there are teams that limp into the tournament that do well all the time. There are teams that come in like a house of fire that flame out in an upset. Happens all the time, on, you know, in, in both extremes. But it is a big game for both. North Carolina, it's it's a must win. It is a must win. You don't need to be going into the final game against Duke. You just can't go into the game against Duke with extra stuff in addition to rivalry stakes. I just think that's that's too much, and uh, I, I would I just wouldn't bank on that. Let's go to Bill, who's up with us next. Final phone call of this hour of the show. What's up, Bill? Hey, uh, I, first off, I would like to say what a great job you did on the ESPN broadcast with uh, Ron Smith this week. I really enjoyed your uh, commentary, and uh, Ron is outstanding as well. So uh, congratulations on that. Well, thank you. And I, um, I'll say this. Ron Smith is, I mean, he he's in Cabo San Lucas right now, so I know he won't mind me saying this. He is one of the best guys that I've ever sat down and had a baseball conversation with. He is just a delightful human being, and I love doing games with him. I remember watching him play point guard for Furman back in probably the best teams that they ever had back in the 80s. I think uh, – they beat us uh, one night, like on a Tuesday night, and then went to the north-south doubleheader and knocked off North Carolina and NC State. So they had three wins against the ACC teams in one week, which was pretty remarkable for Furman. Yeah, and but, they uh, – then I, oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, then I think he played for the Spartanburg Phillies minor league team and then got brought up to the big league club before he became the the – baseball coach at Furman later on, but he was a dadgum good little point guard. Oh, I don't disagree. In fact, he has some great stories about he's from Elkhart, Indiana, which is northern Indiana. Right. He and Larry Bird were right. roommates on an all-star team. They they were from the same high school class, and they were roommates on all-star team, and he has some great Larry Bird stories. Yeah, he's, he's a remarkable guy. But uh, my question was, could you give us a little uh, – Background on the starting pitcher for uh, uh, Central Florida today, how he did in his first appearance, uh, what he looks like, so I can kind of get an idea of what we're up against today. And thank you very much for taking my call. Thanks, Bill. Really appreciate that. We'll say more about baseball coming up a little bit later um, because we're going to be carrying that at 3.30 pregame, 4 o'clock first pitch. Bob Mahoney will be with me on that. Uh, Ruddy Gomez is the name of the guy that we think is starting today for uh, UCF. Uh, his uncle played in the big leagues. He is a JUCO transfer. 
and uh, 6'2", 215, fifth-year senior. He was very good down the stretch for them last year. And uh, in his first start, he was uh, he was dynamic. He was very, very good. Um, he was not their best pitcher last weekend, but he was good. Uh, and uh, if you look at the numbers, he kind of he had some bad luck. He he gave up four earned runs in five and two thirds innings, but he walked one, struck out seven, had one home run that did a lot of the damage. But uh, again, he threw five and two thirds innings, and uh, he he's a very good right handed arm. I've already talked to Eric Backich about UCF. He said what stands out to them is their athleticism. And he said they're incredibly athletic and that Clemson is going to have to play very, very well. He said this is a regional team. This is a very good baseball team, a little bit like the Charlotte team that they play, a little different in terms of how their athleticism plays, but very similar in terms of the quality of opponent they're going to face three times this weekend. Hour three is next. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Save up to 50% on a hot tub or swim spa at the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Browse the largest display of hot tubs and swim spas in the region from five major brands at up to 50% off. See swim spas in action offering exercise, therapy, and fun all year long. Over 30 spas will be on display and immediate delivery is available. Show admission and parking are free. That's the Hot Tub and Swim Spa Blowout Expo this weekend at the Garrison Expo Center at Clemson University. Visit hottubshow.com. That's hottubshow.com. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Sark's Greenville Auto Repair is your shop that can repair your vehicle. Our staff has over 30 years of experience and are ASC certified, serving Greenville County since 2015. We specialize in brakes, suspension, wheel alignments, tires, engine diagnostic, and oil changes on all foreign and domestic vehicles. If you need basic maintenance or emergency repair, we can get you back on the road quickly. Located at 1900 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Greenville, or call 864-609-0202 for an appointment today. You can visit us online at sarksgreenvilleautorepair.com. 
Finally, there's a rising rate you can get excited about. For a limited time only, 15-month certificates and IRAs at Founders Federal Credit Union have reached super levels. A $500 deposit is all it takes to make these rising rates work for you. Hurry on over to foundersfcu.com forward slash super rates today to see just how super these rates are. That's foundersfcu.com forward slash super rates. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Membership qualifications required. Federally insured by NCUA. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes.